Welcome to Intuitive Art Sales. This is the show where I, Jessica Craddock, am going to teach you how to source your art marketing from within. You're going to practice claiming that authentic art business that you want and leading it the most natural way for you to get there. You're going to learn to get connected to your intuition, your confidence, and your community so that you can sell your art consistently while holding strong boundaries on your work-life balance. Welcome back to Intuitive Art Sales, mini episode style. Soon we will be getting back to full episodes. Season two is coming up quickly. And I'm going to do a little plug right at the very beginning here and say, if you are interested in being a guest, I would love to see you apply. I will be taking 12 people to coach through where they are now to where they want to be and what is the biggest thing that they can work on in the middle to get there. I will put a link in the show notes for you. If that's something that you're even maybe interested in, go ahead and apply and we can go from there. It's not a solid, yes, I'll be on your show. It's a, I would like to, this is me showing my interest. And just in case, I'll remind you again at the end. So you can go ahead and finish your episode and then go get that done. Back to today. I was talking to my mom about how so many of my clients identify as ADHD and thought that was a little bit funny just because there were so many of us. But also maybe part of that is because I am and so that is who I attract. But if you're here and you're anything like me, and I'm 95% sure, even if you don't identify as ADHD, you still always have new ideas popping into your head. Yes, I know. It's okay. <laughs> On the one hand, you're incredibly grateful because these little ideas, they came just for you. Big magic style, right? On the other hand, they're a little bit overwhelming, and you know that there's no way that you're going to possibly be able to execute them all. And you want to make sure that you are grabbing on to the right ones before they fly off to someone else, but you have no idea what to do. You kind of get stuck in this overwhelm mode of what to choose, which direction should I go, what do I start executing, what do I put on the back burner, and it just almost becomes a place of frozenness, for lack of a better word. I don't even know if that is a word, but I think you probably get the gist. You get to where you can't really move because you don't know where to go and you don't want to go the wrong way. So when you get to this place, what do you do? Well, I'm rubbing my hands together. Can you hear that? I feel like I had a bit of luck figuring this out lately. And so I wanted to share what's been working for me. And I can't say enough how much I am enjoying working like this. It feels like the most structure and freedom together that I have yet to find. So let me walk you through the three steps. Number one, when you get to this overwhelmed place, it's time to take a step back. And that's usually pretty counterintuitive. Normally, it's more of a, 
oh, I have to go forward. I just have to go the right way forward. Instead, we're going to take a step back. And we're going to give ourselves some time. Even if you feel like you don't have it, that's when it's even more important. What we're going to do is a little bit of reflection. We want to ask ourselves two questions. One, where are my biggest opportunities for growth? If you're doing the same thing that you've always been doing, you're probably not going to get anywhere new. So we've got to look at how can I grow from here? And also, what is the first problem I need to solve? So if we're just looking at how can I grow, there's a million different options. But when we put the lens on it of in the context of today, what is that first problem I need to solve? It makes things so much more clear. You've probably heard me say solve the first problem first. It's one of my very favorite sayings because it's so impactful and such a amazing way to change your mindset and the way you work. But depending on your awareness of what's happening around you, maybe you spend a lot of time thinking about it and maybe you're just going through the motions every day, writing stuff on a to-do list and trying to check off as many as you can. If you're a little bit more on that side, you're probably going to need more time for reflection versus someone who is always journaling about their business and thinking about how they can move forward and what would be the best way. And whichever camp you are in, don't worry. We're still going to get you there, okay? I actually put together some journaling questions to help you do a little bit of evaluating if you need that. And I will put those in the show notes as well. I'm not going to go over them right now because that would make this mini episode too long. But if you need help solving, what are my biggest opportunities for growth? And what is the first problem I need to solve? Those questions are going to get there. I will caveat that by saying, if you just read through them and think about your answers and then say, okay, where's my magic bullet? That's probably not going to work. You're going to have to actually dedicate some time, some paper, some brain space in order to get your answers. And you don't have to do this all the time. This might be a monthly or a quarterly activity for you, or just when you're starting to feel that severe overwhelm of ideas and I don't know where to go. But I find if I do it about once a quarter with some, some mini journaling in between there, that usually gets me what I need. So number two, we're gonna decide Based on our answers from number one, we're going to decide what are our core activities. What I mean by that is the minimum that you need to do each week or each month that's going to give you the most bang for your buck. And I'm not referring to what people are telling you you should do. I'd almost rather you throw anyone and everyone's advice out the window at this very moment in time. Because what you have just done is looked at your business. What do you need most right now? And what is the most effective, efficient way for you to get there? And so by doing that, you are, like I said in the intro to this podcast, 
we are starting to source our answers from within. So for myself, I chose four core activities that I want to execute every month with everything else that I might decide I should be doing being optional. So if I start telling myself, oh, I need to do three reels a week and oh, I need to do this and that, I'm going to go back to my core activities and say, no, I don't have to do that. If it comes to me, if I feel inspired to do it, if I've got the time and the space, great. But what I'm trying to do here is give myself the very minimum amount of work I can do that's going to propel me forward so that in step three, we have a little bit of spaciousness for projects. So we'll get to that in a second. But my four core activities that I chose are number one in my content. I'm going to do four podcasts, which are also going to translate into newsletters. So essentially, I'm creating four pieces of content every month. And the reason why I feel that I can get away with that is because those two places are where I get the most return regarding the content that I put out. So I have not given myself any guidelines for social media. That's more of if I feel like it. So that equals about 12 hours a month for me to be able to put out those four pieces of content. Number two, and this was my biggest opportunity. Well, this is my biggest new opportunity for growth. I'll put it that way but volunteering to help other artist groups. This is not something totally new for me, but it's not something I've ever really put a ton of focus on. So this is how I'm going to get in front of new people. Notice I didn't say SEO, which actually works pretty well for me, or Pinterest, which also works pretty well for me. But those are things I'm good at. They're not my zone of genius. They're not the bringing in people who really want to learn from me. They're more like people who are curious. So where am I having the the most opportunity is with people who get to experience being around me and then decide to step in and say, yes, I want more. So this looks like a couple of different things. I'm going to be writing newsletters for other people's lists who have artists in their audience. Um, I'm going to be teaching free classes to groups of artists and offering myself up for guest podcasting. So in all of these, I am volunteering myself for these positions. I'm not just going to sit around and wait for them. And P.S., if you want me to do any of those things for your podcast, newsletter, or group, please let me know. Links in the notes again. Number three. I'm going to be doing three daily money now actions. And this is a curriculum that I am also teaching to all of my artist clients about when they need to bring in money now, what are the actions that they need to take? And one way that you can use that curriculum is by helping you get into a state of sales flow so that you're not experiencing as many ups and downs in your income. So if you don't want to be doing launches all the time or figuring out how to do promos or collaborations or all of these different things, you can still be making sales on a more steady pace. So this equals about 15 to 30 minutes a day. And then number four, client calls. 
So for you, this would be equivalent to art making, right? This is about 24 hours a month for me. Number three is give yourself spaciousness for extra projects and inspired ideas and use those core activities as your lens. So what that looks like for me, I work about 25 hour weeks, which when I add all of those core activities up, that's about 70 hours. So if there are 100 working hours in a month, that gives me about 30 hours left over for projects within that month. And that's a pretty good chunk of space. That's where I get to play and flow. And I still know that everything that I need to be doing is taken care of. The other benefit of working this way is that you can already see where your best time investments are happening inside of those core activities. So you can decide which of your inspired ideas are going to support those activities. Mine might look like creating three emails about my favorite consistent income concepts that someone else could share with their list. And actually, I already did that one this week. I could create a pitching process to let artist groups know how I can help them. That would be a great project for me to do. I could get creative with how I interact with my email list. I could make behind-the-scenes videos for my clients. So you can see that all of these ideas fit into one of my core activities from above. When you give yourself guidelines for creativity, that's when some of the most effective inspired ideas are going to come. They're not going to be just all over the place. They're going to have some structure to come to you. And as for the rest of your ideas, write them down. Write them down, write them down, write them down. They may be exactly what you need next go round. And you won't have to wait for them to come to you. They've already come to you. They just didn't have a space to live yet. So you can always revisit whenever you are re-evaluating all of these three steps. So these three steps are my favorite new way to work. It feels clear. It feels purposeful. It feels inspired and flowy. And that's what we're all looking for, right? Can I have an amen? Okay, I said that I would remind you, if you are interested in being a guest on Intuitive Art Sales for season two, the full-length episodes where I essentially give you a free 30-minute coaching session, don't forget to apply in the show notes below. You will find a link to do so. And if you have questions, feel free to email me. I will also drop my email address down there. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't yet, be sure to hit subscribe so that you can get new episodes loaded straight onto your phone as soon as they're ready. And if you have a couple extra seconds in your day, would you take the time to rate this show with how many stars you think it deserves? I would be ever so grateful. See you next time.